everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is March 16th. It is St. Patty's Day Eve. Hey, the court track. My name is Jim, and swinging his shillelagh, as always, on the other side of the window, the one and only Eddie O'Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? Well, Mr. Mitchmiederberg, I'm doing very well this eve, getting ready to be drinking me, me whiskey and me ale, and having a good old time. Uh, maybe I'll have a shamrock shake as a chaser. <laughs> Glad to hear it. It's a big day in Rangerland, Eddie. That's right. Woo! <laughs> The Very Rangers, exciting. Chris Drury has officially kicked off the Rangers trade deadline. Oh, yes. What a, Made a big deal today. Big, huge, huge, huge deal. I mean, it, it's not, you know, uh, cataclysmic. It's not uh, an orgasmic trade, but one that I think I, I like. Uh, I know you, you like it because of... Uh, some uh, esoteric reasons just by the man's uh, heritage. That's right. My shirt, by the way. Oh, beautiful, baby. Representing. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's a huge trade. This guy's got like 10 goals. What does he make him? Fifth on the team in goal scoring now? <laughs> Florida made the, the Rangers an offer they can't refuse. That's right. We've, we've got not only another eye tie on the team, Eddie. He wears 77. Will he wear 77 as a Ranger? Yeah, we're talking about that before the show. He is on the website as being number 77. Did he have to call Espo for his permission? Did he have to call Tony D'Angelo for his, for his permission? Did he have to call Ray Bork for his permission? That's right. I think, Jim, 
you got to talk to the Don himself, Don. Don Espo. Don Espo. Don. Don Espo is the Don. And you've got to be uh, given permissions and uh, pay your respects to the Don. He's, he's, I don't know if it's his choice or the Rangers' choice, but he's pretty much persona non grata, it seems like, right? I mean, you never see him at any. He's never at any alumni events. He's no. they, they don't bring him out with the T-shirt cannon with Kotze. Nothing, right? They don't bring him up in the suites and he just waves to the crowd and nothing, right? He's forgotten. Yeah, I think he's pretty much... Uh, he's Tampa's guy and... Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it seems to be like several other players in Ranger history that... Although he wasn't here for a long time, he probably considers himself more of a Bruin or a Blackhawk even. <laughs> you know, you'll probably more likely see him come out as a Blackhawk. Some guys are like that, man. I mean, I know Ricky Otazu did an uh, interview with Barry Beck. I haven't caught it yet, but I'm going to definitely catch it. Um, like Barry Beck, I know he lives in Hong Kong, but for a few years there, uh, I think he, um, he he was like the people's champion. Guys our age loved him. He, right. would, he, he would go through a wall for the Rangers. He would fight right. everybody. He'd take on all customers. He could score. And then when he played with Rayo, he kind of toned it back to more of a defensive guy. Really was the face of the Rangers in that 80s period where, you know, the Islanders were just so Great, I hate to say it, but they Rangers could never get past them. But he was the face of the Rangers, and you never see him. Pierre Larouche, who we mentioned on the show, another guy, beloved Ranger, but is content with that hanging with Mario in Pittsburgh. So I don't know. And I like Espo. Maybe he's too frank for the culture of MSG right now. That could be. That could be, you know, <clears throat> noted author and uh, historian Sean, Sean McCaff says Espo has said he doesn't care about the Bruins or Rangers. Damn wow. Oh, Maybe right. he's more of a, he's just a guy, you know, I, I know he does a show or some se remote show. And I guess what does, is he call games for Tampa? Thought he was their radio guy for a while. I don't know if that's still true. All right. Liam Scott calling him the destroyer of men, as Jim Gordon once did. Um, and then that stupid Islander chant, uh, shoot the puck, Barry, shoot the puck, making fun of our beloved Love Bill it. Chadwick. That's right. Nobody picks on nobody picks on my Chadwick. Chip! Yeah. Oh. I got about it, Chip! So, yeah, but... I got bigger than him. Frank the Rifle Vetrano... Is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's got 10 goals and a nickname. Dude, I did not make that nickname up. The Beretta. <laughs> the Beretta, Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks, yeah, Kevin Weeks on NHL Tonight has been calling him the rifle for many years. Uh. So maybe he's got a good shot. Sean says that uh, Espo is still Tampa's uh, radio guy. Which good for him. Good for good, you. Good for him. Good for everybody. 
Um, so what were your impressions of uh, what was everybody's impressions by the, the fans and you especially? Yes, the Italian uh, quota. Then I don't know if there's a quota, but the, the, we were we were quart low on guineas. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> and. So what would you, uh, what, what do you think? Uh, what are your impressions, uh, thoughts? I mean, look, cost him a fourth round pick. Who cares? Uh, it's a guy that, you know, put the puck in the net a little bit and we need more of those. Uh, yes, I think it's a good trade. They got him for nothing. I mean, I don't care about picks. I'm not one of these guys that's going to, Flip my lid because we lost the fourth round pick. That, and I think we have two of them. There's a condition in, in this trade. We have Winnipeg's fourth round pick, and then we get to decide which fourth rounder they get. So it, it makes it even, I think, more sm more smarter, smarter by the Rangers. But you know, if it just stops there. There's going to be some grumblings. I told you that, well, my opinion early on, and I don't have, he doesn't have a track record yet, is that he likes to play things kind of safe. Like, uh, and uh, this is a safe trade, which I like because it's not at the deadline per se. It's, it's a sprinkling before. Right. And I hope it's the. Did, did yeah. score. Vetrano did score a career high twenty four goals in eighteen nineteen. He's tailed off a little bit, but eighteen goals last year in only fifty six games. That's not bad. No, he he can put the puck in the net. This guy, fourth round pick. I mean, he's not. I, I'm not saying he's Austin Matthews. Right. I'm saying he's you know he's better than some of the schlubs who are uh, marching out there now, and also. I think he could be one of those players that you get on a rental that just comes in and, you know, dare I say, there's some magic in him for a little bit. And then, you know. Nine of his ten goals are on five on five, Sam. Oh. Does he work hard? He Does it everybody? Does it everybody? Everybody works hard. There are every every team is hardworking, Sam. Don't ever question me on that again. It's a hardworking team. Jen's here. Hello, Watch Jennifer. She's at, work. she's at work tonight. So, uh, <clears throat> so I am pleased uh, with the trade. I uh, I'm pleased. I am it. too. Yeah. I mean, uh, if it gets Dryden Hunt off the second line, or oh, you know. Although uh, knowing Gawant, 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 he might still have him up by our second line. I mean, listen, Dryden Hunt had a good two games. I think that saying that statement says it all. But I want to say that I don't mind Dryden Hunt. It's nothing personal, Dryden. You're killing that line. You're literally killing that line because. Little by little, piece by piece. <laughs> third line, fourth line, have a party over there. I wish you a million dollars. <laughs> Turn the right, fourth line. Right. 
But since you got none of those guys, and listen, they had a good game last night. You know, Strom is what he is. He's not gonna be. It's not gonna be consistent. I think that's the the, the problem with Ryan. Strom uh, fan base is down on Strom. They were down. They were up, and now they're down again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh. And, the, the uh, oh, he plays well with Panera. That's that's gone out the window. The fan base is he's stocked down right now. He's he's a penny stock. That's okay. The well, let me ask you this: Do you think you know, you know I'm out there in the lexicon reading what people got to say? Well, listen, the, people down got, on Stromer. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I am a big proponent of him, uh, but I could see where they're they're a little frustrated. They've been taking a lot of stupid penalties. I'll tell you that much. Got to stay out of the box. Rangers have to stay out of the box. And, uh, but I believe that him and Panarin are just passing, 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 passing. If I get to see Panarin shoot a little bit more, he's getting a couple of goals here and there. Right. But I When we first got Panarin, I didn't envision, you know, Adam Oates 2.0. This guy has got skills at shooting a puck and He's got dangles. He's got the the what do they call that? The dangles. What's the one other one they do? Uh, I can't think of it. The uh, nip and tuck. I don't know what to call it. The shake and bake, as Sam likes to say. The shake and bake. The uh, toe drags. All that stuff, you know. Right. And he can put the puck on the net. And I feel like that line without anybody who can score that can receive those passes makes that line even diminished. Now, I know Dryden Hunt, the Ranger fan base, the pedestrian fan base, is just lauding him on his three-assist night the other night. It was it two or three? I forget. Sam was about to have an embolism. He was so happy for him. Um, <laughs> but you're not going to win the Stanley Cup with Dryden Hunt as your second line. <laughs> exactly. So you have that. But the Rangers are pressed right now. I mean, before the glorious signing of Frank the Rifle Vetrano, uh Deeks and Dangles. Yes, that's good too. That'll work. Thank God I have you guys writing for me. I would have nothing to say. Um <clears throat> so uh, I think the Vetrano uh deal is fine. What they gave away nothing, right? And if he sucks, then they just don't resign him, or he could be one of those guys that needs a little bit of change of scenery. I don't know how many minutes has he been averaging this year because that that Florida team is stacked. He is averaging twelve minutes a game. Okay. Um. So, and he's a, he's naturally a center, but does he play wing as well? Sure. Why not? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're center. They put you on left wing, and right, yeah, forty yeah. percent on faceoff, Sam. He fits right in. Oh boy, I guess he ain't playing center much. <laughs> Is he taking a lot of faceoffs this year. He he doesn't take a lot of faceoffs for. Uh, well, uh, well, how, let me let me re, let me rephrase this. The Hockey Reference website lists him as a left wing. The Ranger website had him as a center. Okay. So he probably bounces back and forth. He hasn't taken a lot of faceoffs for a, 
if he's a center. I mean, he's only taken 22 faceoffs. I think Chris Kreider's taken that many. And Kreider's good at that. Kreider's good at everything right now. Kreider is pretty good. Blocks a lot of shots, Sam. Kreider, yeah. Kreider, he hit. He hits. He, he hits. Kills the penalty. Uh, kills the hey, Where was this guy? Five tool. He's a five tool player now. Five tool player. He's on the bench on the penalty kill. He's a five tool player. Now he's uh, he's fantastic. Jesus, we're excited to have him. Already, already putting together his tribute video for when he signs with someone else. Right. Speaking of tribute videos, I don't know mm -hmm. if you even heard this. I don't even know if this registered on your radar today. Mm -hmm. Peter Holland, the great Peter Holland. Oh yeah, hung it up. Hung it up. Called it a career. I like that guy. Peter Holland. I scouted him. <laughs> Called it a career. How come every guy that I like, some off-the-grid guy, who I think is going to be a special player or turn into something, turns into crapola? I mean, you know, some, you know, when I go to an AHL game or something, I say, oh, this guy's going to be something. You know, he stinks. Oh, well, Peter Holland. We'll have a tribute video. We hardly knew you. And as a matter of fact, we forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You got it. This guy's. <laughs> this is funny. This is his. These are his tweets. I have decided to step away from the game of hockey. It feels weird to say retire, but I guess that's what it is. I'm not sure if a Twitter thread is an appropriate form to announce this, but when you were a bubble guy, there's no press conference and no banner. I see. <laughs> right? That's a way to do it. He's an honest guy. That's funny. A bubble guy. But they named a tunnel after him in New York. They did. Holland they did. Tom Holland is named after him. Wow. New York Ranger Mike saying Dryden Hunt is a good fourth line player, not a second line or third line player. Thank you. Thank you. The Rock is here, ladies and gentlemen. The Rock Not is the here. Rock. 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 Who is He's great, the Rock. Who is a great guy, along with him and Sean Stein, do uh, their podcast. Um, two guys, one cup. Two guys, <laughs> one cup. Great podcast. Tune in. Listen to those guys. Uh, they know what they're talking about. Right. And they go in every game practically. Yes. Except the ones that the games against the shitty teams. Then they sell their tickets. Right. Then they sell them off. As a matter of fact, Rock was nice enough to offer me tickets at some absurdly low price uh, a couple weeks ago, but I couldn't go. And I want to thank him for that. He's got two beautiful kids. He's, he's onward and upward. Speaking of attending games, and we'll, we'll recap games in just a minute, but uh, tomorrow night, Rangers Islanders. Eddie will be in attendance at the Garden. That's right, Sam. I want to see the hardworking Islanders. <laughs> Islanders are on a little bit of a roll. Yeah, they're one where they get what they get the point every game now. Four out of they've won four out of the last five. Uh, they lost yesterday. The Caps. All right. It was and the four before that one. Might be catching the Islanders at a bad time here, but. Eddie will be at the game with Joe Catroni, and Eddie will be at Toots Shore before the game, buying drinks for anyone who comes up and says hello and says the magic word of the day. Which we'll, is 
We'll tell mm. them Friday. Which is we'll let them Friday what the magic word is. Yes, I will be at the garden, Sam. Uh the great Joe Catroni, who is a bastion of this program, not a bastard, but a bastion, was good enough to invite me with him and his family to watch the Rangers play the Islanders. And of course, in typical Ed fashion, you know me, I never know what's going on. Right, Jim? You know this. <laughs> I heard this story. Yeah. I think the game is in at the the, the USB to UBS arena. I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you there. That uh, I'll drive in and this and that. And he's talking about going to the garden and, and going from Penn Station and him and his valet parking. He's talking about his valet parking like he's a uh, some big wig. Oh, uh, well, I got valet parking at the garden. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Oh, I go, why? I'm thinking to myself, why is he going to the garden? But I figure maybe he's coming from somewhere and he's taking a train in. And then I don't know. Turns out, I find out the Rangers are playing at home. When he says, uh, when I mention, yeah, they're, so I'll, yeah, I go, the barn is a not bad place to watch. He goes, barn. The game's at MSG, Ed. And, uh, how embarrassing. <laughs> oh, Joe. here he is, Mr. Artistry. <laughs> Joe is nice enough to make this for you. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> Shots have been fired, and I'll take them because I'm going to do a 20-minute bid on him at the, well, what happens at the game. <laughs> and everything will be on the table. <clears throat> so thank you, Joe. Uh, I preempted it by telling everybody the story before you would have your glory. And uh, therefore, you've been uh, neutralized. <laughs> Threat neutralized. But you know what, though, Joe? I appreciate you inviting me, and that trumps all other. I deserve a jab or two you... because the New York Just Rangers one. were playing the Islanders, and it's the first time I've seen a Ranger Islander game at the Garden. Nice. And I think the same thing for uh, Jolt and Joe as well. And you'll get to meet Joe and his awesome wife, Susan. And I believe their uh, their their kids are going. Their daughters will be with them. So. Uh, did you have a full discussion with Joe after you got off the phone with me? It's like, well, look what this clown did, Ed. And he just called. No, he called me. This He called me late last night. And he's like, He's like, Eddie thought the game was at UBS. I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm like, well, it's, it, you know, when they play, you know, they play these games, it's easy to confuse which game is which because they're all Ranger home games by the time it's done anyway. You know what it was? Again, it's, it's my reading skills are terrible. Like when I got the text, it was like, I know you live on the island. So when I saw island, I just immediately thought, it was on the island. Like I got all excited. I got my heart was all a flutter. I was all a Twitter, not that kind of Twitter, but and uh, that was that. I'm trying to look them now. These tickets are really good tickets. I think maybe you guys can um, tell me. It's in a section 818 on the bridge. No, I'm only kidding. 
Eight eighteen. <laughs> Let's see what do we got. It's in the bleachers. It's in the bleachers. Seat. Left field bleachers. <laughs> right behind the Tommy Agee sign. <laughs> I'm in uh, section two fourteen. Wow, is that is that that's got to be good seats, right? Where where are your seats, Rock? You're here. Two fourteen. The Rangers shoot twice on it. I know that much. Yes. <laughs> now, now, what they used to call what side of the rink they used to call that? It was based on the 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 street. That was the eighth the eighth avenue side. The eighth avenue, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, those are those are pretty nice seats. Of course, Joe Joe is uh, he only runs with the best. Not a bad seat, Matt Morello says. Yeah. I want to yeah, see. Right I want to meet some of the people down there. Some of the uh, upwardly mobile people. Maybe Danielle Stewart will be there. Maybe Rock will be there. there oh, these aren't acceptable seats for me to sit at. There's the, there's the view. Oh, okay. Huh? That's nice. All right. Huh? Huh? Oh. Yes, okay. Not bad at all. Very good, very good. So thanks to him. I've already sold the ticket. <laughs> I did that. He sells out. <laughs> That'd be funny. You sold it to like Cutter? Yeah. And just leave a cardboard cutout there? <laughs> I've, already, I've already sold the ticket. You'll be you'll be attending the game with number one Ranger fan 2978889893. <laughs> No. <laughs> Am I going to a bar before? He's uh, going to Toot Shore. No, Toot Shore closed like 50, 60 years ago. I'm trying to, trying to help Trying to make you sound like a man of the people anyway. Are there any bars left in New York anyway? I don't know. Those old like hangout <laughs> ranger bars. The Molly Wee, maybe? The Molly Wee is uh, that's, that's still there. That's where Dancing Larry will be. Oh, wow. Well. No offense. And then, uh, and then nope. continuing continuing our BSU dominance, because Mike Silvers was at the game last night, I will be at the game next Friday against the Penguins. I will also be at Toot Shore buying drinks for anyone that shows up and gives me the magic word of the day. And then dinner is on me at Beefsteak Charlie's. Oh. You're going to get spoiled at <laughs> Beefsteak Charlie's tonight. And afterwards, Charlie O's. Ch Charlie O's. Forgot about that place. Yeah. Uh, so yes, we will be representing the next week. This team better get on it. This team better get it together. Uh, well, let's start let's start putting together some 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 good games here. Some good hockey. Now you tough games coming up, Eddie. Now New York Ranger Mike, where are you? Oh, you're up. You got to be on the three hundreds because that's from where uh, Dancing Larry is. That's in Larry Brooks. Um, now, I guess I haven't told you about this. Well, you're going to be hobnobbing. You're going to a couple games, right? You just mentioned. One game. One game, okay. Just the Pittsburgh game next Friday night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I will be 
in Carolina. Oh, that's right. I forget. To watch wow. the Rangers take on the Carolina Hurricanes. That's right. With Mandar? The last time I see Filipino in a Ranger uniform. It could be. With man is Mandar going? Mandar cannot make it. He's changing jobs and he can't get the day. This guy's had more jobs than, than the Jamaican. At least the Jamaicans have like eight jobs at one. I mean, I mean, in like the 40 years I've known him, 50 years, he's had at least 15 jobs. And it's inexplicable why why he he gets let go. I don't know, but he's always working. He's always a hard worker, kind of. But uh, so who's making the Carolina trip? Gonna be me, my friend John Hill. Who have you met John Hill? Patrick. Patrick. Who met? Uh, Jerry, who uh, I have made fun of on this broadcast because he cried for 10 days on the Islanders. Well, I, I'm going to videotape him on this and crucify him about he's, the Islanders this year. He's an Islander fan. Is he the guy that was in that – he was in that group that, that I guess still exists on Facebook but nobody posts in there anymore, the viewing room? Yes. That, that you invited me to where it was like all kinds of weird videos and stuff oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah, he is a – I mean – he is one of the weirdest people I, and you know some of the people that we know. <laughs> um, I am what? going to get him on tape. He just going, he's just going for the trip? Yeah, and he likes hockey. He's very knowledgeable about hockey, which is very unlike an Islander fan. He knows about other teams and everything. He's just delusional about everything in his life. Uh, the Islanders are just an extension of that. So I'm going to try to get some video of him and ask him some tough questions. And he's going to make, you know, he's going to come up with some stupid reasoning for the, the Islanders. Uh, or he's going to be very angry about somebody like anyway. So it should be interesting. And then I, I'm, um, we're going to meet my friend, Rich. I don't know if you meant Rich yet. Rich is a good friend of mine, and my friend uh, John Walsh. I don't think you met him. The host of America's Most Wanted. Yes. Same guy. Same guy. Horrible toupee. Uh, well, John might need a toupee. He's going a little bit bald, but he's a little <laughs> bit younger than me. He's a good guy. Great guy. Um, so I will be in attendance and a game which I think is going to be sold out. There were very few seats left for that game. So are you uh, driving there or flying there? We are, we are driving. This is a road trip. Road trip. Nice. We're leaving Saturday morning. The game will be at the UBS Arena. <laughs> no, didn't, didn't this used to be? Didn't this group that travel? And this used to be the traveling Dingleberries. That's right. That's correct. Pretty much. Yeah, I know my Eddie Geik history. Yeah, that's when we all. Uh, I don't know. It seems like as we got. We had, you know, more freedom. We did less. Although I will say Patrick has less freedom now because he's married. He's got two stepkids. He's, you know, he's pretty locked in. Right. Know? But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this, it's going to be fun. I mean, I know I'm going to have fun. I, I'll probably be filming a lot. 
So, so when will you be? When are you coming back? I'll be back Monday. Oh, okay. Because we were going to do our trade deadline show Monday night. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Uh, what time I'll be getting home? Okay. I don't know. If- I know it's like a, a ten-hour drive, so that's true. But we are traveling Dingleberry, so <laughs> we we can push. Uh, so the deadline is going to end um, on Monday, right? I guess around three o'clock or something. But then right. kind of the stuff kind of filters in after that. Yeah, sometimes up till usually four o'clock. There's there's deals being reported and faxed over and confirmed and things like that. So because the uh, the big McDonough deal that didn't go down until about if I remember correctly, that went down like five minutes to three was when that trade got announced. So yeah, things are trickling in after four. Don't you think? I mean. I'm not saying this year is going to be a dud, but in past years, it's been very disappointing overall. It's, it's usually not what we think it's going to be. I mean, really, that the biggest, you know, that McDonough deal that day, that was uh, that was one of the bigger days, bigger trade deadline days that we've probably had. So if not, well, that's the biggest one since we started doing this. I can remember the Ole Jokinen. That was a trade deadline day Ooh. deal, I think, if I remember correctly. And then we had Emil Francis on that night. Wow, you got a good memory. I just remembered because he said you always. He said you look at the. We asked him if he liked the trade, and he said yes, I like the trade because when you look at a trade, you ask who got the best player, and the Rangers got the best player. That's what I, I remember. Those I remember him saying those words. Who got the best player in the deal, and the Rangers did. Out of Ole Jokinen? So, so I'd ask him, well, who got the best player in the Espo trade? That's what I wanted to ask him at that point. Yeah. But I wasn't going to open that door again. He already right. told me. He'd already told a couple of stories twice. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, yep, that's the story. Me and Jim are going to be everywhere. Yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah. So anybody in-, in the Carolina area, if we have any fans around there, Go see Eddie at Toot Shore and Raleigh. Raleigh. He'll be buying drinks before the game. It's a chain now. (laughs) You can meet me at the Russian Tea Room too. Right there. What do you? What do you guys think? How? How should I behave? I've only been to a few opposing buildings. Uh, Should I be reserved or should be a dick? Should I be just? I think you should give them the full Eddie Geik experience. Oh my God! There'll be there'll be plenty of Ranger fans there. Okay. I, I, attract as much attention as you possibly can because then people are going to want to talk to you, and then you can tell them about the show. Oh, that, that, my friend John is going crazy about this. You got to bring a banner. You got to go into a bar and host a show and have a meet and greet and get all these Ranger fans on a board. I'm like, dude, I just want to relax. I don't want to go and do bits. And, uh, you know, I'll talk to people. Hey, oh, you're a Ranger fan? Yes, I do a show, blah, blah, blah. I'll do that. But I want to do a whole fucking, and I don't want to do a viewing party in fucking Carolina. I, I, I don't have my partner, number one, who does uh, half the work. My wife does the other half the work. All I do is bullshit. <laughs> 
Uh, like, oh, Dealing party live at Toot Shore. <laughs> my, friend John, and my friend John is just a really nice guy, and he wants he wants our show to be a tremendous hit and then sell it off. I go, without me and Jim, there is no show. <laughs> There's no website to buy. <laughs> we can franchise the show. I'm like, <laughs> hey, I understand what you're thinking about. You want... You know, welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio, Wichita edition. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, you got to hand out business cards." I go, "Why don't you just put a sandwich board on my back?" I mean, nobody. (laughs) I'm like, "Hey, buddy, this we're living in 2022. Everything, the person to person thing doesn't work. First of all, you you took you say you say podcast." Anybody our age, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Maybe they know a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it, yeah, the, the town crier with the bell. Right. Hear ye, hear ye. do a show on the internet. <laughs> Me and Jim, we the fans. It's much. I'm like, the only way you get a show over the top is through social media. I mean that's the main thing. Somebody follows you, that they, they, they follow you. We we got a, a fairly de- a decent social media presence. What else you want? He gets on me. No, you got to go out there. I got no. I'm not going to the Long Island Railroad every Ranger home game. Going to hand out a stupid business card. Ooh, for sure. <laughs> I don't care. I got my family, my familia here. In the chat room, I got you. I got my wife. That's all I need. I don't care. I got to monetize this shit. We're working towards that billboard, though. Well, you know that is my dream, by the way. <laughs> that billboard is my dream. So that's that. So I'll be there. Uh, the nice. Here. It's like you'll be scouting the Rangers. You'll have, you're going to have to see them twice live in like five days. Yeah. Well, I know I'm seeing Shesterkin. But they're playing Tampa Saturday, aren't they? Yes. I got a feeling that'll be a Shesterkin game, and then it'll be Georgie. But Carolina's tough, too. He may play them three in a row. I don't know. The I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what goes through his head. What? what you're questioning? I, 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 no, I just I never know what this guy's thinking. Well, he was a genius last night, calling that timeout. He's range- a genius. You're not going to label him a genius? The Rangers have like 81 points. They've played. Look, uh, I'm happy with their record. I'm happy with their record. But I can't figure this team out for the life of me. I I just can. Can you? Yeah. You want to? Because we're not going to break down, obviously, the St. Louis game and that other atrocity. The Minnesota game? Yeah. And And then the atrocity that almost was? Yes. Dallas. Well, that trust. I hadn't even put an ass print in my couch yet, and they were down 2 nothing in that game. Oh, yeah. You're right. I didn't even start to melt, right? <laughs> well, the atrocity with those uh, Dallas Stars jerseys. Oof. oof Oofa. Oofa me. Cow. What was that? And I, I, I think the, the reason the range for the Rangers struggles of late, although they've managed to win two games, is injuries. 
they miss Kevin Rooney a lot. And I, I know uh, people say, oh, Kevin Rooney, they miss him a lot. He is a hardworking guy. Uh, Sam. <laughs> He's a hardworking man, Sam. Now, he just... He's just a very essential part of the Rangers thing. You notice when the Rangers were getting, especially the last four games, until that third period last night, the hitting was not there. They were, they had no physical presence in those games. Uh, a couple games Reeves missed. And, you know, for all the bashing of Kako, not having him on the line, uh, on that second line, it's it, it's it's not happening. Oh, I've been saying that for weeks. He 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 was getting better. I'd rather have him out there than not have him out there. Right. And yeah, you know, uh, took Adam Fox a while to get back into the groove. Last night he had a fantastic game. Took him a while after that injury. And I feel like the Rangers, you know, the injury bug is is kind of caught up with them. That. They've had to uh, – there's Adam Fox, live looking. Adam Fox with just an unbelievable – he looks good in Ranger red. You ever see those red jerseys the Rangers have? We had a discussion at the viewing party. I forgot who it was with. It might have been with Z-Man. I'm not sure. He's not here, by the way, today. Did you ever see those Ranger jerseys uh, that are yeah. red? Yes. What do you think of them? Nothing, no good? Nah. Okay. Because we'd have to change the name of the show, the Red Shirt Show. If they're wearing red, they have to call them something else, wouldn't you? It can't be the, can't be the uh, Broadway Blue Shirts. All right. If you're, wear, if you're wearing these. Come on. You know, right? Can't you wear them once in a while? They, put, they, they march out like a lot of crazy, stupid jerseys. Oh, Matt, Matt brought it up about the red jerseys. Uh, re, uh, John Kozic coming yeah, in. Yeah, he was with, taking an imp I, I think he was taking an impromptu poll. Uh, if the Rangers came up with another jersey, would you be down for anything red? And I said, absolutely not. Okay. I, 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 let, me, let, let, me, let me, I'll put this right out there. I don't want to see the Rangers wear red. I don't want to see the Giants wear red. And I don't want to see the Mets wear black. That's it. How about if the Jets wear red? That makes about as much sense as the Giants wear red. <laughs> I hate the Giants road jerseys. The the red I hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Even though they won two Super Bowls in them, I hate them. They are the ugliest. Oh, I don't get it. Okay. I don't like. Them. I don't like them. Duly noted. Big blue. I want to see big blue in blue. I want to see the blue shirts in blue. I don't want to see him in red. I don't want to see him in black. I don't want to see the Mets in black. The fans are true to the orange and blue. You know. I was. Uh, I know. Right. I'm, I'm crotchety about these. No, things. no, I can see it. I do like it as a. As a... <laughs> you know, I even like the Yankees. Uh, those uh, Matt's asking if I like the Mets in orange, the the cream sickle jerseys. No, 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 no. They're all right for spring training. I, I you know, I they, it was uh, when they wore them in spring training, it was fine. I, I don't like them. I don't want to see them in orange on the on the field in a regular season game. 
Matt Morello, you're a San Francisco Giants fan. They used to have a really cool orange jersey back in the 70s. Yes. Back in the Jack Clark days. There's um, a name for you. Yeah, really. Is anyway. he in the Hall of Fame? No, I don't think so. He was he was good. He was good there for a while. He was good for a while. He had some, he had some good years with the Giants. Had a, he was on, I think he was on that 85 Cardinals team that the Mets just couldn't get past. And then he was a Yankee for a while. Who was that pitcher on the Cardinals? The Bruce Suter? He was the he was the, he was uh, the, the Mets could never be. All right. Uh all right. So we discussed the red jerseys. Uh and also I think even Truba hasn't been hitting as regularly. Um, but I gotta tell you, one guy was hitting. My man. My favorite, Keandre Miller, they released the Kraken. Wait, he might be released by the Kraken if he ever goes in, though. Keandre was throwing uh, uh, the hits yesterday. I thought the last two games he played fantastic. Um, was it, Oh, John Tudor. That was the guy. Well, he was the starter. He won like 24 games in 85. Yeah. Yeah, I, re yeah, I remember they couldn't get past that guy. Uh, so I, uh, I think the Rangers physicality, I don't even know if that's a word, but sports announcers say it all the time. Or another thing that bugs me is when they say skill level, because skill is a level. So right. Just little pet peeves here with, with me. You're hearing it all tonight. Um, I think they, they got away from their game and I don't know if that's it because we got to, some of these other guys, uh, Johnny Bobrinsky, the Wonderkin. The Johnny, we got him for two years, Brodzinski. That's right. The AHL captain. Captain, my captain. He's the only bona fide captain on the Rangers uh, in the Rangers organization. That's true. Scored a nice goal last night. Yes. Yes. It was a nice goal. It was very unexpected. Uh, and uh, I'm sure you heard Valley. Break it down in between periods on why it was a goal and no, not me either. So um, there are some Ranger fans, and Sean Cass, one of them. I don't, for mocking purposes, we'll watch that in between, just to mock. But it's not worth my time. I'd rather watch ten minutes of I don't know. You you know what's funny about that? About, I don't watch the in between stuff. But I don't, I try not to, I have, I have actually, the MSG 150 has grown on me because they show, they, they, they've started showing more like offbeat stuff. Okay. And I like that type of stuff. Like, you know, like the, the, that Minnesota school that where the guys all grow their hair long and they show that type of stuff and wacky goals, goaltender fights. It's right. gotten a little. It's gotten a little a little more offbeat than it used to, and it's kind of grown on me. So I actually try not to miss that. As much as I don't particularly care for Bill Pedo. The pedophile? The pedo. <laughs> the the MSG one fifty has kind of grown on me. How about JB Schmoo Schmoo? Uh, please. Is there anybody who likes this guy that, that I, I don't that a Ranger fan that likes this guy? I only like him in the I only I only like him in the Spider Man movies, and that's because he that's because he only says like a few things, and then he goes away. 
But I don't think there's a Ranger fan who watches that broadcast that likes him. He just, I, there's just something about him. It doesn't really not a just, good fit. It's not a good fit. Okay. So, uh, speaking about, <clears throat> you were talking about a team that grew their hair long and stuff like that. I did not notice this, but the our opponent tomorrow night, the New York Islanders, they don't allow beards. Is that true? Oh, yeah. That's a long standing Lou rule. Oh, yeah. Devils were the same way. Oh, yeah, I never knew that's that. A, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's, that's. How that's, stupid yeah, is that? That's the Steinbrenner influence on Lou. No, no facial hair. I don't even know. Do they, I, I don't pay enough attention to the devils. Do they allow mustaches? I mean, there was a long time where, where the, where the Yankees didn't until Thurman just kind of said, screw you. I'm going to have one. anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have one anyway. But yeah, the Yankees for a long, uh, for a long time had a no facial hair thing. And, no long hair, but um, yeah, that's I don't see, think Howie, anybody with mustaches. The Islanders, how he's saying it too. That's that's a Lou. That's a Lou thing. Just never. Uh... I don't know. I, I I don't know. You know. All right, Lou. You want to have that rule in you know like nineteen ninety? But aren't we a little past that now? I mean, you know, when you're in the We got guys. We got. I mean, we, seriously, we got we got guys fucking painting their nails. We got guys putting on makeup. Is a beard really that big of a deal anymore? <laughs> a beard's I mean, normal now. I mean, uh, come on, come on. I mean, I don't understand. They got the 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 women's appreciation empowerment night. They got the pride night, but you can't grow a fucking beard. That's this is off. When's beard When's beard empowerment night? Yeah, guy <laughs> can't even grow a fucking beard. He's a professional <laughs> athlete. Um, plus your team a lot of people, a lot of people upset last night, Sam. Uh oh, what, what happened? I saw a lot of what it on happened? the Twitter. A lot of women very upset that that your governor was booed at the garden. My governor? Oh well, I guess technically she is my governor. She is your governor. Listen, I said, hey, you want to be equal? Got to be. You, you got to take everything that comes with it, right? A male politician. Look, the fact of life: politicians get booed. It Ed don't matter Koch, if you're a guy Koch, or a girl. Ed Politics would get booed mercilessly. Oh, I got that word out. At Shea Stadium and would grin and go, how am I doing? Right. Through the whole thing, he knew. He just played along with it. My wife is saying it's a New York thing. You're going to make fun of from Chicago, you're going to make fun of New York politicians? The most corrupt? <laughs> it's it's a New York Ranger fan thing. That's what it is. They don't like politicians. A lot of them, and I'll tell you the truth, a lot of Ranger fans, especially season ticket, are cops and fire department guys, and they don't like it. And they don't like any politicians, really. It's, it... It's not because she's a woman. I mean, oh, how could they boo her on women's empowerment night? Get the fuck out of here. Even Rudy is, I mean, I don't want to get too much of the positive, but I've told a lot of ex-cops, Rudy, they never got a a, a, a new contract, I, I believe, when Rudy was the, uh, now Rudy's just fucking 
He's a bizarro world. He's off the he's off he's, the rails. He's just fucking he's off the rails. But uh it, it it's amazing. I mean, I I usually don't feel bad, but I did feel bad for her. Did you? I don't think she expected that. Here it is. It's woman. All I could think of was Archie Bunker. She's doing a hell of a job for somebody nobody voted for. <laughs> I didn't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for any politician that gets booed. Sorry, because they're all garbage. Uh, I felt they're all garbage. All right. All I, garbage. I don't I don't I don't she care which the job. Did did she get because Cuomo got ousted? I, she didn't run, she didn't make no fake promises like that they all matter. do. Doesn't matter. Do you have any compassion at all, sir? You're a politician. You step out on the ice. You put yourself in that position. You're going to get booed. Yes, she was so vulnerable on Women as Empowerment Night. that She's a woman in power. I felt bad for the lady. She looked like she got a little upset, and I don't want to see anybody upset. I mean, you know, she'll probably be caught with embezzlement or whatever in a week, and then I won't feel bad. But New York, this is we we are not for the we are not the we are not for the week. We're recovering. We're recovering now. It's time to bond together. Recovering from what? We're all in this together. Don't give me that bullshit. Come on. (laughs) All right. Let's go on. On to the game. Women's empowerment night. I'm just saying that guy can't grow a fucking beard. (laughs) That's That's Lou's rule. That's Lou's rule. What is? You said it. That's good for the 90s when Ken Danico wants to grow a fucking beard. (laughs) Or, uh, you know. Some other devil wacko. What would Brent Burns have done? Yeah. Or Joe Joe Thornton. Maybe the Oz would get better players if they had the beard allowances. Maybe. They should have had Sarah Palin. Would would Sarah Palin have been booed? I mean, she's Dugay's Dugay's girl now. No, those are dudes, Sam. I don't know. Nice is in the eye of the beholder. Anyway, let's uh, let's get away from that because that's a little touchy subject. But uh, I mean, you know, just the Minnesota and St. Louis games. Uh, it was over quickly. It was like we were beheaded. <laughs> beheaded. beheaded. Those were just horrible, horrible games. Unwatchable. And then I thought it was just Georgiev. Like, oh, this, talk about schlubs. I was like, oh, this schlub. Right. They're never going to win another game with him. They can't trade. Ain't going to be able to trade him. And then Chesterkin. I mean, I don't know what was going on there that night. Did you agree with, did you agree with pulling him? Did you agree with that? I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. Well, tell us why. I just didn't like it. You're gonna tell me he, he's the I I don't know. I guess he I guess his his explanation after the game was he was he was just trying to, <laughs> to, to trying to inspire the team and tell them they can't count on ego every night. But <laughs> Tanner's here. Hi Tanner. Hello, Tanner. What's up, Tanner? Uh, I guess he was just trying to tell the team they can't rely on him every night. 
but I, I don't know. I, you know, I just think that that sends a bad the guys. Your, I mean, the guy's a hard trophy candidate. You're going to pull him when he has a bad. What did they? Uh, what did he give up in that game? Three goals, maybe four. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't remember now. Hold on, I'm trying to look it up. Oh, that was the. Uh, hang on. Oh, your sister's ass. Um, that was the St. Louis game. I got my atrocities confused. Oh, <laughs> uh, he gave up uh, four goals. He gave up four goals in that game, and the other one gave up two. Um, I, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't agree with him. I, I just didn't, I didn't like it, but it is what it is. As Paulie would say, it is what it is. What it is. What it is it what is. it is. So I felt like the Rangers were banged up. They were due to throw some stinkers in there. Uh, I didn't really think that um, that it would get it was that bad. And really, Rangers just weren't in any of those games, mentally, physically. And I was like, oh, shit, this road trip is going down the freaking drain here after they had won the previous game against Winnipeg in a game which they got totally dominated. And I'm saying, wait a minute, this is maybe a pattern. And uh, then they, where'd they go to? What was the next stop after the two losses? Uh, uh, not Anaheim. No, Anaheim was yesterday. Dallas. Dallas in a game that was just kind of, I don't know. It was, they were down in that game too, right? They fell behind 2 nothing, and by the end of the first period, they were up 4-2. to two. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of exploded. Right. But I was not happy. I I was not happy with their performance. Again, uh, there was too much time in their own zone. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know. Oh, ahead. okay. I thought you were going to add something. And uh, gonna, I'll wait. It was, a, it was a total bailout show, again, by the goaltender. So I was concerned. And then Anaheim, I mean, as far as the, the Dallas game goes, uh, I felt they were they were still very inconsistent. It was kind of worrisome the whole game, too, um, just with the zone time that Dallas had. That's my summation of that game. I guess my I guess my problem is the same as it's been for the last two months. I just I just don't think they're playing enough sixty minute hockey games, and I just don't I, I just don't think this is a recipe for success for the playoffs. That maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you know, there's uh, we, we did a poll today in, in the group. I posted a poll: Should the Rangers just you know just do some minor tweaking on the trade deadline or Go all in, or are they a cup contender? And they should go all in. Had a lot of votes for all in from people who whose opinions I I I sincerely value. I just I, I don't know where I still don't know where I am with this team, but I just don't think they have 
I, I just don't think the way they play is a recipe for playoff success. I just don't. The well, games get tighter. You get less power play. You know, I've been saying it for weeks. You get less power play opportunities in the playoffs. They just, I don't know. There's All right. Just, I will say I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But uh, here's something. How about this this thing that we've been tagged with in the past is not being a – let's go back to the Stanley Cup where we played the Kings, and supposedly they were a heavy team. They, they were hitting. This is the reason they won. This, this is the the uh, the narrative that was pushed that the how the Rangers lost in that series was that the Kings were uh, – Hard-hitting team. So you don't see this translating for Ranger victories in the playoffs because, I mean, they well, are a tougher team now. Yeah, they're a hitting team. But that fourth line as currently constructed is terrible. At at They give up more goals than any – we had that stat last week. They give up more goals than any other fourth line in the league, five on five. They were getting they were getting walloped in their own end last night by uh, by Anaheim. I don't know, you know. I, I guess how how he said it, you know, too many lapses during games. There's just it, it just seems like something's always got to trigger them. There's always got to be a, a moment, you know. They always need a wake up. Sometimes I think they're just waiting for a penalty for a power play to get it going. I I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I remember when I was a teenager and there was a guy in my neighborhood who I used to deliver newspapers to, and he worked for the Giants, and he was a big-time Met fan. And I remember saying to him one time, I think it was during the 85 season, I said to him, do you think the Mets are good enough to win the World Series this year? And he said, no. He said, there's something missing. He says, I don't know what it is, but there's something missing. And he was right, and it made sense, and it's always made sense, and I, that's how I feel about this Ranger team. There's just something missing, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So I, I just feel like I, I feel like I feel like every game is a is a is a. I don't know. I can't but, put my finger on this. In order team. to win the game, the Rangers have to be kind of triggered into a special moment, rather than putting a solid effort in and winning the game. Is that what you're – I feel like a lot of games there's a mediocre 20 minutes, mediocre 40 minutes, and then there's got to be a comeback. Right. You know, constant, you know, constantly falling behind, one nothing, 2 nothing. I, I just feel like – I feel like there's a lot of uphill with this team. And, yes, they are very resilient, and that's, that's great. But I feel like eventually that runs out. And sometimes I just – there's just not enough 60 minute efforts out of this team. Okay. I, well, I'm with you. I think the Rangers are missing. Many, I mean, how several many ingredients. And you know, I it's really hard for me because this team is in third place. They've they, you know, I mean, what, they've got what 30 season. Wonderful season. 38 they got 38 wins. They're in second place. But I feel like I I just I don't know. Smoke and mirrors is a is a common phrase I hear with people who kind of feel like I do. Right. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's it. Maybe, I, I don't know. I just, 
I, I still don't think one trade fixes this. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Think if the I, acquisition of Frank the Rifle Frank the Toronto, Toronto is going to put us over. It 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 does improve our Italian quotient. It does. It, does. There it, it ups our ratio. You can never have too many Italians. And I. I <laughs> I agree with Kim Sunback says the third line needs someone that could drive play. They don't have enough secondary scoring. Like like Barkley Goodrow is the kind of guy that I would want to have several of. Like a Filipino, I'm gonna say it right now. I might as well start the bit now. Let's start, let's do a bit. We're gonna do a bit here. The I mean, bit the one we discussed? Or yeah, the one we discussed. Or is this an impromptu bit? Oh, all right. You could do the introduction. This is live theater. You're not going to get this on any other podcast. Let me tell you. That's right. You're going to put on a show here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, back from a very long absence, like over two and a half years, the great the great Geiknack has returned. He's the seer of seers. The soother of sooths, the prognosticator, the the all-knowing, all-seeing. Geiknack the Great. What? I don't even remember what his name was. It's been so long. Geiknack the Great. Well, I want to say, with this beard, I really do look like the Ayatollah Crapola. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I have all the crap is here. All you need is a flute and a basket with a snake in it. <laughs> well, Jim, it's so great to be on your show. The accent will be all over the place, so please. I might turn Irish. It's going Irish now. I have predictions and I can see it to the future. I see Filipino. Just as the great Mandar once said, just because you're young doesn't mean you're good. <laughs> I see Filipino somewhere, somehow, knock on this Ranger team after the deadline. <laughs> I also see... I don't wait for my music to go back up. Niels Lundquist. Oh, wave bye-bye. Wave bye-bye. Now I'm Italian now. Wave bye-bye. <laughs> you will not be on this Rangers team. I also see Julian Gote. Please leave my team now. Exit the building. I don't know how you go. Where you go, Julian? Just go away. <laughs> Julian, just go away. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to say something else. I believe this man will be a ranger. Frank Vetrano, I see coming to the Rangers. I don't wow. know. I, I don't know where I pulled that one out of. Maybe under my hat. I don't know. No, I read it on the internet. Oh, I found out. I also see Ricard Raquel coming to the New York Rangers. 
Wow. That is my ultimate soothsayer prediction. Ricard Raquel. He is a scorer we could use. And, uh, you know, he's not too magnificent. <laughs> he's watching Taliban propaganda. Those Yankee dogs must be annihilated. No. The Islanders will be annihilated. So says, what was my name again? I forgot. I am the great Ednak. The guy Jack. Yes. All right. Now, and, uh, <laughs> some of these comments are great. Uh, so I believe the Rangers will not get Claude Giroux. It's been bantering around. Who, the Flyers are not going to trade Claude Giroux to the Rangers and help the Rangers in any way. That is just the bottom line. I don't want it. I don't. I. I how could you expect Claude Giroux to play for the Flyers for all those years and then just turn it off and come play for the Rangers? Yes. And help, help us down the stretch. They're not going to do that. Plus, I don't want him. He's got that Flyers stink all over him. Right. So that's what I think. And all these other defensemen that are being thrown around you, Jacob Chickrins, the Rangers' problem, well, they, they need a sixth. Patrick Nemeth, please. I've been a, I've stood up for you long enough, but when you took that stupid slap shot, went in a 2-2 game, wound up, got blocked, and you made young Braden Schneider look bad. I have nothing but disdain for you, you Yankee dog. <laughs> Even though he's Sean, Swedish. <laughs> Sean, you're killing me. Uh, so anyway... Uh, they're great. Uh, what am I again? The good guy. I don't know what I am. But uh, Jacob Chickman is out. But is he hurt? Ah, it wouldn't be on the Rangers for trading somebody who's hurt for somebody who's hurt. Um, all the defensemen, the amount of Giordano's and all these other people. This, this is a ridiculous uh, Yankee propaganda. Will not happen. I feel that uh, Chris Jury will make minor trades, but they're, they're no big deals. So uh, the, the great Swami has spoken, and uh, I have once again humiliated myself uh, on YouTube, and I was happy to do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Swami. Always a pleasure to see you. <laughs> I was getting hot under that thing, man. Whew. Interesting predictions from the Swami tonight. I, I think uh, Ricard Raquel, I, for some reason. Ricky Ricardo? Uh, I, I, <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. Ricardo. Raquel Welch is going to be coming to the team. Rick, Raquel Raquel. Best episode. Nick DeCristo wants three more wishes. Anything for, for Nick. He deserves the best. Oh, man, the Swami. The music is the whole bit, let's face it. I mean, I love that music. So if you just thought this was a serious show, it tuned in. <laughs> this is, right. It's, it's all about the fun. 
when John asked, why don't you want to stand at the Long Island Railroad and hand out business cards yeah. to, to come to come watch this? Yeah, watch this show. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I want to talk about Keandre Miller. I thought, I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed that the last couple games, he was very physical last night, and I think you're going to see more and more of this emerge as he continues. We better. Wow, you're putting them on notice. But uh, going back to Julian Gauthier, come on, Jim. <laughs> Julian just Gauthier. Just go. <laughs> I mean, it's time. I wish we had like a little stamp graphic. I've seen enough. Boom. <laughs> 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 seen enough. Like, the mad dash to the goal that never gets a, a, a puck never goes like, in. Like the end of Dragnet when the guys stamp and he used to hit a the big loud steel sound on that. Colin Cook, you still with this show? What's going on? <laughs> but, uh... Wow, John Coast is saying Rakes is hurt. He's already got a he's got a nickname for R Ricard Raquel Rakes. I like it. Uh, it is. Uh, it's going to be uh, interesting. I think the Rangers, uh, everybody has a defensive laps. Come on. Look at your boy Lindgren. I don't think he's played all that great. I mean, he's been not as great as the year before. I mean, you know, everybody. Thank you, Patty Took. Anything for a laugh. That's basically the, it's going to be written on my tombstone. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. And he's what? Second year in the league. Give it a break, Maui. So uh, I think the, the Rangers, I agree with you, Jim. I think they have some missing components. Yeah. That... I think they have some leadership. I wish they would get a veteran who's actually won something in here. You know, um, maybe that'll be one of the things. But I don't really see... I, Chris Jorina, I could be completely wrong. We'll come back here, and he made some blockbuster. Although I don't see any guys that are really going to be giant difference makers out there. I mean, I'm looking at, at some of these proposed uh, these proposed dings. Where's Costa tonight? Is he here? He's here. Oh. Happy He's birthday, here. Costa. Happy birthday, Costa. Now, we talked talk to Russ Cohen. Uh, a couple weeks back, maybe a month back, who knows? He was talking about the, the Ben uh, Ben Hur chariot there uh, from the Canadians. Why are the Rangers looking at defensemen? Larry Brooks said today in an article that's where where he thinks the Rangers should focus, double down on their defense. As he said, their defense hasn't been as as good lately. Okay. Comparing them to the, uh, I think it was the uh, uh, 2003 Devils team, who also had a strong defense, but Lou still doubled down on defense and made a trade at the trade deadline for another defenseman who helped them in the playoff run. How about Phil Kessel? I, I don't know. I don't know. How about... The Swami did tell me before that Connor Garland 
I don't know what you know about these guys, but uh, <laughs> Tyler Pertuzzi. I'm looking at him now. I would like some of these guys. Who knows? But I, I, I don't. I don't think there are any blockbuster guys that the Rangers could really get. Now Kessel is old and he's not the greatest shape, but uh, but he never was. Yeah, that's true. All he does is score. Yeah. And maybe that's something the Rangers need. I mean, he's he won a cup with uh with Pittsburgh, right? Uh the leadership. So. I feel like that like a, a bit of a down team. season, but he's also on a bad team. He's only got six goals. Yeah, he's not he's all right. Well, when you mean pride, I know you're gonna raise prospects. What what do you what do you is crafts of a viable? What are you going to get for Kravtsov? There's a war going on. He's a. They don't even know if they don't even know if he can get out of Russia. Yeah. I, I read Arthur Staple did an article today, and he took like he took like a lot of trade proposals from fans and ran them by NHL executives, and almost every trade proposal had Kravtsov going the other way, and. Whoever whoever Arthur Staple said was an NHL exec said, I don't even know what, what value Kravtsov has. Okay. And yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Rollo here. Kessel is an is a classic NYR crap. Are we passed the classic Ranger acquisition period. I mean the Just Rangers have made like, a lot of smart moves. Feels like Wolf Paymont. <laughs> Brian McClellan. But this, you're talking 30 years ago. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I know. We're so scarred by that that we still think that stays is with you forever. It stays with you. The Rangers have picked a scab that stays with me forever. And Sean's right. Uh, <laughs> I think Patrick Kelly would be quite the coup. But I don't know how that works out financially. Uh, so Rangers got Rangers got more room under the cap than any team in the league, from what I've from really what I've heard. Really? <laughs> We got $30 million just sitting around doing nothing. What the hell are we doing here? We're wheeling and dealing. Yeah, and I agree with Sean. I'd rather have Phil Kessel than get the hell out of what day. I've seen enough. Bing! And to a uh, just going, you know, circling way so back to the uh, listen oh. to this. Now, now I did not hear this. Okay. I, I only saw I only saw somebody mention Patrick Kane's name yesterday in the group, but I I, I had no idea where it came from. And I, 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 but apparently, while on the Jeff Marrick show, Elliot Friedman reported that the New York Rangers are one of the teams who have called the Chicago Blackhawks about the availability of Patrick Kane. However, he noted th that any move involving the superstar forward would not occur until the summer. So I guess there was no good. Right. Mm. Every, you know, it's funny. Uh, Braden Schneider has become, he's become, apparently he's the guy that everybody's asking about and he's become a complete, that's a non-starter now with the Rangers. You know, they better not trade him. Well, did you notice last night? This is another thing that annoyed me about this. Can we we all agree that this is the worst broadcast in the history of television? 
two clucks. Just t- laughing at stuff that isn't funny, forced mm-hmm. laughter, the, the hype of the other team. Handle against Yandel. Backhander. He- exactly. I hear posts. I hear the puck went in the net. I hear all kinds of things, but this chucklehead can't figure out what's happening. And he... They was they love to throw rookies under the bus. If you're a veteran, they don't criticize shit in this fucking game. But they couldn't wait to say, "Oh, Braden Schneider was caught out of position on that goal." Ba ba ba. But everybody else gets absolution, and I don't like. I'm protective of the kids. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got caught out of position, but in a two-two game, Patrick Nemeth is winding up. <laughs> I mean, like, when a shot you know is going to be blocked, the guy has no offensive skill whatsoever, and he makes a bad decision that really caused that goal. Now, it put Braden Steiner, he didn't react that well. He's a goddamn fucking rookie. Right. 20 games. But Sam and fucking Joe, all of a sudden, they're Don Cherry now. Now they're, they're all criticism, all criticism, and they've Don done this Perry. with rookie after rookie over the years. But the veterans, they never criticize. They never. get a pass. They talk about the. This is another thing that bothers me. They talk about the other teams' financial stuff and who they might move. They never talk about the Rangers' financial. Stuff. This is why I don't know they're twenty million dollars under the cap, right? Because Tweedledee <laughs> and Tweedledummer, they they don't tell you that. They don't say well. Well, they Philip Heedle's been playing better. No, Philip Heedle is gone. If he isn't gone, uh, come on, the Swami told me. <laughs> oh, Joe, I have a feeling this might be Hampus Lindholm's last game yeah, with the right. Ducks. Hampus Lindholm, Joe. I'd be like, I got a feeling <laughs> Julian Gauthier's never going to play for the Rangers again. <laughs> or I got a feeling that we've seen the, Leal, the last of Niels Lundquist. We Gerard got traded to Florida. Who got traded to Florida? You bent her chariot. He did? That's what Julian Narduzzi is reporting. Oh, I thought he was hurt. I guess he's better. All news all, all the time. This is 1010 Wins. Wow, Florida. Minutes. We'll give you the world. See, they had cap space now because they didn't have... Uh, Frank the they Rifle? Have, they didn't have the Italian Rifleman. The $2.5 million they're on the hook for? Well, the Rangers are on the hook for. Wow, Julian, uh, thank you for that update. Yeah, traded to the to the Florida Panthers for Anthony Duclair uh, and Jonathan Huberdo. Huberdo. For they got uh, Tyler uh, Smilenak. I don't know how to say that name. A first round pick in twenty twenty three, and the fourth round pick. That Florida acquired from the New York Rangers. Hmm. And the Canadians are are going to eat fifty percent of his salary for the rest of this year. Wow. Well, you know, it's a smart move because their president or hockey operations guy is the great and wonderful Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon and Martin St. Louis. Okay. So let's scratch him off the board. Thank God, Swami. Scratch him off the list. Yes. So, uh, it looks like the Panthers are all in, and they should be. 
They should be. They should be. They're on the cusp uh, of greatness. But the Rangers, I don't think, are that. Now, if you came to the Rangers, forget it. We we have enough defense, but what about the youth? We got all these guys. Uh, you know, and everybody, you know, but in a dumb move. But the team that's, uh, you know, probably arguably the best team in hockey, they make a move, and now the, the, it's lauded. All right, so Ben Chariot's off the board. What do we got next? The Ben Hurt Chariot. Oh, and I wanted to talk about, it's not really about whether Chris Drury or Gallant Gallant Gallant. It's James Dolan. This is the guy, Jim, he wants to win. And Saver... You know, he's offered some rest home. I don't know where he is. And he wants playoff money. Yeah, he wants playoff money. The Knicks are playoff a, revenue, baby. Knicks are an abomination. Everything he touches, the Rangers and, and Knicks are never good together. I mean, very rarely. Right. And now the Rangers have had some really big home games. Hopefully, they have a big one tomorrow. Is Dolan going to get in in, in 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 Dreary's ear and say, "Listen." We need to make some moves. I want playoff money. I want a, a deep playoff run. Or do they go with the reality that we think that, that you know, they could steal a couple rounds with a hot goalie. But as far as winning Stanley Cup, they're just not deep enough. And they're missing that thing. Like you said, they there's something missing. Uh, I don't think Dolan gets in Drury's ear. I think he gets in Sather's ear. Hmm. And then Sather gets in Drury's ear. Does does Sather have one of those big you know, tin horns? Hey, what you say there, Sonny? <laughs> the ear horn. Uh, you know, it's weird. There was no there was no buzz about Frank Vetrano until like three hours before the trade was actually made. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, you know, there's just there's no information coming out anymore. Everything's on lockdown again. Everything's on lockdown, and it—I I just—I I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, part again. It goes back to how conflicted I am with this team because you know you've got Chris Kreider, who, who we haven't even mentioned, is on the precipice of becoming a forty-goal scorer in the NHL. Magic. We never thought we'd see thirty. Now we might. God willing, we're going to see forty. But you know. If Chris Cry- if Chris Kreider's not having a career year, then where are they right now? So, you know, it's like I'm torn because he's having such a great season. Is that is he going to be able to replicate that next year? They've also been, you know, with the exception of a couple of guys, they've been relatively healthy. You know, Zabanajad has been been the big players have been healthy. You know, they lost Shostyarkin for a couple of weeks. They lost Fox for a couple of weeks, but they kept rolling. But, you know, the guys that have done the scoring have been relatively healthy. God forbid any of them get hurt. So I, I don't, you know, I'm torn as to what they should do, but I don't I don't know exactly what's missing. I don't know. Are you- Brian Noonan, Steve Larmer, these type of guys, I don't know. <laughs> You know, the guys that can score. And- well, okay, say the Rangers stand pat. They make a couple additions. 
They don't jettison some of these players that the Swami talked about. They just stick with it. Would you be disappointed? Oof. I guess that would depend on what happens in the playoffs. If they stand pat and and get swept in the first round, I'd say, okay, you know what? We weren't ready. And then some people think, oh, you know what? There are people that think they need to get swept in the first round and they need to learn from it. I, well, that, I don't that to me is stupid. Well, it, some people think, you know, you learn a lot when they got fucking swept in the bubble by fucking annihilated in the bubble. It, that's that whole season doesn't even fucking count for me anymore. Yeah, no, I, it's a blur and it's like <clears throat> such an aberration what went on that year. But you know, so but I have seen people say that I don't. You know, I don't think they should load up for for a big playoff run because they're not ready for it. And they're going to get swept, and you learn from that. And I don't know. You know, but, but then I also, I, I there are a lot of people who get hung up with the prospects too. They're like, I don't want to give up Tom O'Roonan, and he's going to be the future. Like these people get enamored with these every prospect, and the reality is, most of them turn into like Tim Erickson, you know, where they're just like these fucking nobodies. They're always right. a little hype and then there's there's nothing. So I mean Oh boy, were we excited when Tim Erickson came over? Oh, oh. fucking bashed him. He said, I don't see anything special about him. Oh Joe. <laughs> oh, we we're gonna dominate the league. Tim Erickson was gonna dominate the league for 15 years. You're telling me I got about 50 of his rookie cards. And uh, he was Jan Erickson's son, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's always these guys. Niels Lundqvist could be Tim Erickson for all we know. I mean, right. I saw the guy play. I, again, I, you know, what do I really know in the grand scheme of things? I haven't watched, you know, players develop like in their developmental years. But, uh, but you know, I don't see anything special about this guy. Uh, you know, but maybe there is something there. I don't know. I didn't like the first. The first game is a Ranger. Fucking uh, heckling Jekyll are up there to saying, Joe, they say he's got a quiet shot. What does that mean? That it's so slow, nobody can hear it when it whizzes, it doesn't whiz, <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The if girl you... says, play to win it all. Fuck it. Well, do you have the horses? You're, I mean, Jen's a horse person. Do you have the horse? I mean, I'm I, just so torn because I don't, I, I can't put my finger on this team. I just can't. I don't know how good they are. I mean, are you going to go to the whip and try to win the race at the end? And meanwhile, you know, your horse is going to really doesn't have the, the, the attitude or the, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, or really is not going to respond to it. Just doesn't have it in it. You wind up the horse is all bloody or whatever. I mean, I'm not I'm talking horse talk. And there's some horses that don't uh, respond to that. And uh, the Rangers may, I mean, I, you know, this is kind of a wacky metaphor, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if the Rangers have have the horse. You've, you'd have to add more. You'd have to add more than one or two players. So I think it's more of a process, a process, that they can continue next year. They got to make some evaluations on these guys. You know, when you're missing Greg McKegg, there's a problem. 
And this is no indictment against Greg McKegg because Greg McKegg's been Greg McKegg. They did miss Greg McKegg. <laughs> they right? did miss Greg, but that's a problem. That's a problem when you need Greg McKegg. <laughs> right. No disrespect, Greg. Uh, but uh, I, 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 they need more depth and they need more people who can score. And they've got Kako and Lafaniere, who are young players who we drafted high. They've got to play. And they've got to learn how to put the biscuit in the basket. And, you know, we went through another one of those things where Lafreniere was scoring some goals and we thought the, we thought the corner was being turned. And now we haven't heard from him in, in a week again. Or, you know, I don't know, I don't know how long it's been since he scored. Oh, been he a couple needs to of play on that so. first line more. <laughs> That's all he plays. So, right. yeah. I don't want to hear that 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 thing too, you know. Uh, you know the, the the whole. You know, listen. I think Lafreniere has been much better this year, but it's got to start translating into points. Soon. No doubt, no doubt, he's been much better this year. And so, uh, here's a good one for you. Who had more ice time last night, Vinny Letary or Alexei Lafreniere? I'm gonna go with Vinny. Vinny Letary. Vinny Letary's playing on the first line. Yeah, I have. At least he was at times last night. Yeah, he was. And I mentioned this a couple months ago, and then I looked up. It looks like every time Ryan gets left, is out of the lineup, Letary gets called, and he's on the first line. Hey, how about that uh, That Trevor Zegras? See that move he made? Yeah. Oh, man, that guy. He's, some, he's something. Yeah. I was glad he didn't score against us because he's – He's quite the showman. Yeah, man. He's... I didn't want him. I didn't want him doing his little fucking parade around the garden ice last night. Yeah, no. He's big on the celebrations. Yes, and Adam Fox, man, what a game he had last night. He looks like he's back in business. And uh, I, 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 you know, and you're right. The the Rangers are probably second in the league. Second. It's amazing. So, big games coming up. I'm going to be at that Ranger Islander game, screwing my head off. Anybody who dares to wear an Islander jersey will get the scorch, we'll, scorched earth. Will suffer the consequences. I should do another Ranger Crisis video just following these dirtbags around. A sequel? All these years later. The mouth may return. How did you get here? I didn't know the homeless shelters uh, provided travel. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, didn't know the AR, I didn't know the ARC delivered on Thursdays. <laughs> Are you some kind of prison release program? <laughs> you know. So it, it, it should be a lot of fun. But I got to I got to I got to know the audience because 